Welcome to another episode in our NFL preview series where we go division by division, try to identify the fadeable narratives, the ride teams, the fade teams, whatever else the dads are feeling heading into the 2022 NFL season. Whether you are listening to this or watching this, make sure you're following our Twitter at FadeUSports. Make sure you're also subscribed to our YouTube page, the TikTok, the pod, all that good stuff, and all those links can be found in our pinned tweet, which again is on Twitter at Fade. You sports today we are previewing the AFC South this is the fourth of our division previews if you missed our other ones our other previews check out those episodes either on Twitter um, get them on Twitter they're on YouTube or in podcast form and also check out our pod from earlier this week with Adam Trigger from Wager Talk if you're looking to bet on football this season that is definitely one you want to listen to so all right boys uh, I'm here my name is Matthew James I'm here with Kmart tonight, and we invited a uh, special guest to help us preview the AFC South because he is a big Colts fan and follows them extremely closely. And um, his name is also Kyle. Now, I mean, do we want to go back to the bachelor party and how the nicknames were were decided? Have to. I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's any avoiding that. (laughs) Kmart, you want to take that? Uh, so. Totally Kyle, here's my brother-in-law. And during our glorious bachelor party, I got coined Dumb Kyle because Smart Kyle over here is now in his residency program out in Florida. So it, it, it just kind of fit. And if you know me, I I mean, I'm smart my own ways, but I'm Dumb Kyle. And <laughs> that's kind of how I, how I know it. And... I was just like, hey, can't we just call him Dr. Kyle and I'm Kyle? But yeah, I'm dumb Kyle. And that's about all I have to say about that. No, I don't, I don't think it had anything to do with me and being intelligent. I think they just <laughs> figured you and the other Kyle would be dumb Kyle by default. Oh, great. Even less yeah. flattering than I put it. Yeah, but, the way I remember it is you were just dumb Kyle so fast. Um, it really had nothing to do with Dr. Kyle over here and uh, you were just dumb Kyle by default. So, and it's yeah. all, it all my friends sold me out for, for a guy that they had just met. It was, it's true. It, it was it's true. Yeah. We met him. We met him that morning. Yeah. Well, Dr. Kyle, uh, welcome. And thanks for joining us for this one. Uh, this is your kind of whole, your, your team's division. So we oh, wanted yeah. to have you on and, and provide some perspective. So well, thank you. Uh, We'll talk some Indianapolis Colts here in a second, but let's look back at last season. Uh, Titans 12 and five, which is still kind of hard to believe given the way they went out in the playoffs last year. Colts nine and eight. Uh, we don't need to remind anybody what happened in week 18 last year. Who did Texans. They again? <laughs> the, the team with three wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Texans were four and 13, and that somehow wasn't last place. The Jaguars. Uh, despite their week 18 win, finished all of three and 14. Now, the win totals are not quite in that order for 2022. Colts are sitting at 10. The Titans are nine. Jaguars six and a half, despite going three and 14 last season. And then the Texans are an NFL worst 
four and a half on their win total. So, I mean, I guess we got to start at the top. Uh, the Colts have been um, a very heavily talked about team. Whenever the NFL previews I've been listening to, everyone loves the Colts as a dark horse to come out of the AFC or possibly finish with the best record in the AFC. Um, Dr. Kyle, this is your team. Is the hype justified? I mean, the Colts have done a lot of good things this offseason, but I guess is the hype justified and where could it potentially get derailed? I mean, I, I think it's fair. I think to be optimistic considering everything that went on last year with Wentz, who had his moments, but he was also, I think he cost them at times. And to bring in somebody like Matt Ryan, I think he can control the game a little better, make the check down throws that Wentz wasn't even considering. <laughs> and um, I don't know, I'd say some of the, the O-lines, I think if they remain healthy, they've got a core three guys with Nelson, Ryan Kelly, and uh, – Braden Smith, but those guys last year were either playing hurt or missed games, and they don't have a lot of depth there. They drafted some O linemen this year. They're not going to be ready, I don't think. I mean, they'll they'll cycle through, but they're not going to be plug in guys. Um, the defense actually's made some good additions. Um, they traded for Yannick. Uh, I'm not even try to pronounce his last name, Ganyu, and uh, picked up Stephon Gilmore. So they already had a pretty solid defense to start. Um, but I think they made the right moves that a lot of the hype is coming from because they had JT on their team last year, which is obviously the leading rusher. I think anytime you have something like that, it, it turns a lot of heads and then you add some other pieces. It makes it a little bit more a- attractive, I, I would say. So that moving up, I think they started at nine and a half. Now you said it's 10. I don't know. That's, I, I think 10 is a good number. I don't know if I would feel strongly one way or another. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not a Colts fan, but I mean, I'm, I'm buying it on the hype. I mean, everything you mentioned, Kyle, you know, with the defense, I think Ryan's going to be an upgrade. Pittman looks like he's ready to take the next step, and you know, obviously they got the workhorse in JT. So you know, I, whether it's nine and a half, ten, I, I'll take the over. Um, I think, I think they're probably going to take, take that division this year. And I mean, barring injuries, I mean, that's the storyline, which, which team can stay healthy and the teams that have injuries, which teams have the depth to overcome it. And, you know, in years past, that hasn't been the Colts, but they, I think they've addressed some of those needs and they're ready to make a run. I mean, it's fair to also point out that you have the Colts who are on this ascending trajectory with all these upgrades and these good players at key positions. And we'll talk about the Titans here in a second, but many people expect them to take a bit of a step back. The Jaguars are still trying to find their way and establish a winning culture with yet another new coach. And, you know, the Texans are going to be probably around the seller of the entire league. So you have one team that's got all of these uh, upward trajectory, you know, arrows pointing up, and then the rest of the division is is mediocre at best. I mean, if you're looking at the division as a whole, is it – I mean, I, we hate to use the word should because should doesn't often happen in the NFL. But, but Kyle, I mean – You're down here. 
<laughs> but this, these are there are teams in this division that historically do play the Colts tough, right? Like we, I mean, we don't have to look too far back. Week 18 last year, all they need to do is win, beat the Jags. I mean, how big a favorite were they? Uh, either eight, eight or ten points, something, was, something like that. Pretty damn big. Yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, is there is there anything to that that these other teams just find ways to play the Colts tough? Like, do you should we be weary of laying? a lot of points with them in these division games against teams that otherwise are going to be pretty weak. I would, with the exception of maybe Houston, uh, they, they played Houston twice last year, obviously uh, 31 to nothing and 31 to three. <laughs> not, not to say that every uh, new year is going to be, is just like last year. Um, and I wouldn't be excited to lay more than a, than a seven on pretty much anybody, to be honest, but um, no, they always play tough. Uh, against Jacksonville. Uh, I don't I think it's been like six years since they've won in Jacksonville. And I don't know, but one of the things I, I love Reich and I think he's, I think he's a good coach. Um, I don't think he's, uh, he's not even the best coach in the division. I don't think, I think Vrabel has that right now. Um, Colts usually start either start slow or they start hot and end slow. It's rare that they play a complete game. And I think that would be, my biggest concern for them to actually make a legitimate run past, you know, first or second round of the playoffs is if, if they can, I mean, they fell apart against the Ravens. What were they up by three scores with less than 10 minutes to go in that game? They lose in overtime. They need to win one of the last two games, Raiders at home in Indianapolis and obviously Jags. It's just, I don't know. They, hey, Matt, do you, re, do you remember that collapse at Chris Duke's wedding? And a lot of us had the Colts in the yeah. contest. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't recall. Yeah, was, was it like, didn't they still cover though? Wasn't it like a four and a half? Or, or no, it was down to one. What? Yeah, I, th- I think it. I think early line versus closing line in that contest is what I, I can't remember. They they might they might have covered contest but lost. If you bet, you know that Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember, but that sounds right. Well, if you're looking at how the Colts are, may start the season and how they may end the season. Uh, weeks one and two, they do go. They're both on the road, but they do go Houston, Jacksonville. I mean, you, you can't really dream up a better two game start than that. And then yeah. they do end the season at the Giants and then home for Houston in week 18. So, you know, the opportunity will certainly be there for that team. There are high expectations, and, and in many cases, they could be justified. So, We'll see if the Colts can do it with old Matty Ice back there. Um, Carson Wentz, good riddance. Let's talk about the Titans. Uh, They were the best record in the AFC last year, which is still really hard to believe that that actually happened, considering they didn't have Derrick Henry for, what, half the season? Um, Kmart, it feels like I'm hearing a lot of people think that the Titans may take a step back, but it seems like this team is at their best when they're kind of counted out and when they're underdogs. So should we be careful not to sleep on Vrabel and company too much? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Kyle said it, you know, best coach in that division and one of the best coaches in the entire league. Uh, Win total nine and a half, probably going to be close. Um, You know, the whole, they they could squeak in at the playoffs at nine and eight, 10 and seven, you know, it's, you know, in the AFC, it's tough to really know, but, you know, I have them as a team I'm probably going to ride early on because of their defense I know I made fun of them a lot last year, and I'll probably do it the same this year. Their offense is probably even going to be more vanilla, but 
I like Traylon Burks. I think it'll take a couple weeks to get him going. I got my daughter wants something to say too. Um, they got Robert Woods. He looks like he's making a full recovery from his ACL injury. So I still think they have weapons and, you know, they're, they're built to compete. I don't think they're going to be laying over and, you know, just go from 12 and five to seven and 10. Dr. Kyle, what about the Titans as a Colts fan, as someone who's going to be invested in the Colts? uh, The only thing standing in their way seems to be that team down there in Nashville. Uh, How, I mean, do you still feel the same way about the Titans? Are they still the same kind of threat? Have they taken a step back in your eyes? Uh, I, I don't know if they've taken a step back. I think the only thing you could say is that with the Colts kind of on the other trajectory that respectively they they might not be seen as favorably um obviously they lost some big name receivers with uh brown and jones jones didn't you know contribute a whole lot but i think a, more than 50 percent of the target share left town this this off season so i mean with with the rookie obviously we, we talked about Traylon and bringing in woods i don't think there's a huge step off um as big as you might as the press might be saying, they still got the defense. They still have Derrick Henry, um, solid coaching. I think nine and a half, I would be mine. I would, I'd be going over. Um, I, that every year that Rabel has been there, they've uh, increased their win total. <laughs> they just went eight and then I think eight and nine and 11 and 12, obviously last year. Um, and they're playing in kind of a, scummy division with the other two teams so i would go over um i think hopefully they get written off early and like you said we can ride them because last year i think they were a little bit overvalued and i didn't i didn't like betting on them too much because it's just a little too juiced for me but yeah i remember they got killed week one against the cardinals at home and then there was that stretch kind of in the middle of the season. It might have even been after Henry went down where they won like four games in a row outright as an underdog. And there were some big games. Like they beat the Chiefs in there. They beat the Bills the in there. They beat the, uh, the night. Yeah, the Niners game was bad. They, they beat, I remember they beat the Rams on a Sunday night, I think. Um, they beat the Colts twice. One was overtime. Another one was – they were both one-score games. But um, that will be a big tell, obviously. And they play each other like week five and week – eight they're only a few weeks apart so if there's a, a significant injury on one side of the ball or the other one team or the other in that four or five week period that could be huge for the division yeah really interested to keep an eye on the titans it's a team that when people sleep on them seems to be at their best which is what made the playoffs i mean it was so interesting they get up for these big games and then they completely just no showed in their playoff game uh nice work Tannehill. These last two teams, you know, I don't know how much time we want to spend on Houston and Jacksonville. Jacksonville is interesting in that they just – all they did in the offseason was spend a ton of money. I mean, it, it's hard to not improve upon what was just an absolute disaster with Urban Meyer last year. Uh, it seems like that's priced into the win total. Six and a half seems awfully generous for a team that has drafted number one overall for two years in a row. Kyle, is there any – you're both Kyle. Kmart, is there anything exciting about the Jags and some of these shiny new pieces they've added and, you know, an actual legitimate coach who's won a Super Bowl? 
Uh, I mean, yeah, when I saw six and a half, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I would love to see it. Like, don't get me wrong. If, if they're that team that goes from three and 14 to seven and 10 or better, tip your hat. But first year head coach, Lawrence still has a lot to prove. I know they got Christian Kirk, but what has he done exactly? Like, I mean, it's, it's going to have to rely on their defense, and that's rebuilding still. So six and a half seems like a lot. I'd say five to six, but I, like I said, I hope I'm wrong on that. You know, they've been down for a number of years, and it would be nice to just kind of see them take the next step. What do you think, Dr. Kyle? You got anything on the Jags? Yeah, I agree. Six and a half is rich. Um, I mean, new head coach, obviously Doug's got um, experience, new OC. Um, so it'll be Lawrence coming into a new system. I don't know. Uh, I, the, really, the, the biggest thing is the running backs being healthy, at least right now. And that's not enough for me to, to pencil in four more wins. Uh, they're a big changeover on the on the defensive side of the ball. They said goodbye to Miles Jack, uh, Damian Wilson. Um, but they, they welcomed, obviously, the number one overall pick, and uh, they picked up the Oluquan from Atlanta, leading tackler last year in the NFL. So I don't know. Not, they didn't do enough to suggest that they'll be a seven-win team in my mind. This would be the – if I had to only pick one, this would be mine and be under six and a half. Yeah, maybe better, maybe respectable, but seven is asking quite a bit. It'll be interesting given that the it's pretty generous there with the win total. I'm curious to see if they'll still be big underdogs in a lot of games. Maybe it's a team that if they're catching enough points could be scrappy and hang in there. And maybe the offense in Lawrence does take a step forward with Doug. Um, really interesting team to keep an eye on. Uh, a team that I don't know is going to be very, very interesting is Houston. I don't really know what Houston's doing. Uh, Lovey back in the NFL as a head coach is a little bit of a head scratcher. Uh, it's been a while since he was a head coach in the NFL and it didn't exactly end great. They are in full rebuild mode. I mean, great for them for getting all the draft picks for Deshaun Watson, but they're kind of totally starting over. Kmart, what do we even say about the Texans? somehow you bring up the Texans and it's still all about Deshaun Watson. Like that's, yeah. that's all I hear. It's like, it's, let's just move on. He's not even there anymore. But yeah, I mean, it, honestly, I like Davis Mills. Um, would love to see him do well, but I just don't think there's enough talent around that team. You know, four and a half, it's probably going to go under. I wish Neil was here to, to tell us, you know, what they've done and why they could go over. But I mean, even, feel like even he you know would be pretty down on his his ball club um and depending on that line i mean this is this is probably still a team you know i know i've said it in some of these previews before but this this could be a double digit team that you just can't touch um because i i don't i don't know how they're gonna you know compete i know they're an nfl team but i don't well, know I, I can i can think of one person that will um, and his name is – this is a Chris Duke team if I've ever seen it. This is going to be one where you've got to hold your nose and probably close your eyes and probably say a prayer if you're going to back these guys. Uh, Jump Outlook off a bridge not, when you keep losing on them. They're, they're a couple years away, and, and I think they kind of know that. I mean, they're, they're probably just trying to instill a professional culture, and they've got a lot of young dudes on this team. 
Dr. Kyle, Houston, I mean, could could this team finish with the worst record in the league? Mm, not no. I'll, I'll pencil Atlanta in for that, but I I don't know. Actually, I might I might lean on the over for this. Four and a half is pretty low on a seventeen game. Do you think this team finds five wins? Possibly. I I don't know. I I don't want to count them out just yet. Um, I, I see mean, I see ten wins between Jacksonville and and Houston. That'd be an interesting prop. A, a I mean, win total combined for Houston yeah. and Jacksonville. After what seven and twenty seven last year combined, that that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking through the schedule. It looks like the AFC South plays the NFC East. There is a stretch where in November, Houston's going to play Philly, the Giants, and uh, Washington. I don't even – I'm going to really have to get used to commanders. Playing them back-to-back-to-back. And then Miami, I mean, I guess in theory you could maybe go two-and-two in those games. And maybe there's two wins. Um. I mean, they do end their last three games are all division games, weeks 15 or 16, 17, 18. They go Titans, Jaguars, Colts. So, I mean, they'll have their opportunities at the end of the season to play spoiler against the teams in their division, but it's hard to get real excited. I mean, they'll have another high draft pick. Maybe they'll go quarterback if Mills doesn't, if he doesn't elevate that team. But I don't know. I don't have anything else on these guys. Yeah, I think they're they're in the CJ Stroud sweepstakes. Yeah. Sounds about right. All right. Well, Kyle, thanks for joining us for this one. And uh, I hope your Colts make you proud this season. Yeah, thanks for having me. It'll be fun to watch. And uh, Kmart, we'll catch you in Vegas this weekend. And then for the other division previews coming up after our little trip here. Everybody, thank you for listening. Check out the other ones. Look forward to four more here starting next week. We'll probably do two next week, two the following week, and then it's about time to get ready for some football. So we'll catch everybody next time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah.